We cover our bases, face it, you can't erase us Back and forth, watch where it take us Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it Always our response is amazing Our bases covered, yeah Yeah, you know you love it, our thoughts, they be off of the dome First to the second, the topics, they change like the weather Then you know we bringing it home We cover our bases, face it, you can't erase us Back and forth, watch how we shine Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it Always our responses be prime Our bases covered, Woo. Yeah, you know you love it, no limits to where we can go So do grab a seat Oh no, this ain't MLB, but you know it's time for the show All bases covered, my brothers, yeah, you know you love it We get it, yeah, we going in Yeah, we be focused like this is the bottom of night, baby You know we ready to win Sports and pop culture, we cover those things that we supposed to We knocking it out of the park All bases covered, no end in the topic that say Welcome to the All Bases Covered podcast We are here on a Friday Hey, guys, I got exciting announcement to make. Monday's show has crossed 37,000 downloads, man. Just unreal, guys. Unfucking believable. You, you want to know what's unreal, You're, too? Uh, Your that? fucking audio. It sucks. Bro, I was just going to say that. What the fuck? What does it sound like? I got my earbuds in. Crappy, bro. Yeah, very choppy and crackly. Should I, should I dial out and dial back in? Like your DJ screw. Okay. Wow. Hold on one second. Hold on. Hold on. Fucking shit. That's why I got to get off this goddamn fucking platform. Well, you can mention that too when you come back. I don't necessarily know if it's the platform if everybody else sounds fine, but ooh, sound shitter. Is this better? Are we doing a, a live sound check right now? Is that what we're doing? Check, yeah. check, check. What, is this any better or no? Or is it so shitty? I might no. have to dial out. No, it's so back. shitty, bro. It's got to be yeah. your mic. Definitely a bad Chinese connection. I bet it was made in China. Wow. Well, hell, Lou was made in China. That's true, too. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder shit doesn't work. It was Lou's family. Oh, I mean, but like every, like everything else, you know, in today's world, Lou was not exclusively built in China, right? You know, well, the parts the record, got sent over to the United States, and then, you know, it got assembled here. I mean, for the record, though, I believe he identifies as American, so... Yeah, when it when it all comes down to when if if we ever go to war, he's gonna identify himself as Chinese. I guarantee it. Oh yeah, he's gonna be like, "Don't shoot me, I'm on your." <laughs> I'm Chinese, damn it! <laughs> Fuck y'all! Is that you, cousin? <laughs> Who bought the orange ticket? <laughs> Is that you, well, Lou? Okay. Oh. Yeah, funny jokes. Funny jokes. <laughs> oh, now, anyway. now you sound oh. a lot better. Oh, my goodness. You must have got made in the I USA did. now. Oh. I had to dial out and dial back in. So, oh, yeah. anyways, you fucking ass clowns. That's okay. Well, hey, That's right. wait hey, three uh, fucking minutes. Hey, Lou, uh, <laughs> you know, keep the good news going uh, as long as you're okay with it. Uh, we've got a guest uh, willing to join us 
on Monday. Uh, he's the nice. Uh, he's the sports writer for uh, the. Uh, they, it's called Pies Take. Uh, he, he does a lot yeah. of articles about the Bengals and everything else. Um, he's willing to hop on so we can talk a little bit about you know okay. Bengals. What and, time, uh, Joe? What, what uh, time is he able to hop on? At eight. Okay, I didn't know if we needed if we needed to push the show later or whatever. If he, if he, but yeah, it's fine. Okay, awesome, awesome. Now, he, he's, a, he's a early early guy, so he goes to bed early. So uh, the earlier, the better for him to get on. Awesome. Yeah, next week draft week, uh, we'll get into some rumors that I've been hearing a lot lately here in a little bit. But you know. Monday we debuted the what if, and I kind of had to rush through it because I, right when I started it, I... now I don't hear anything. Yeah. Cut out again, Lou. Yeah, he's gone, and he's out. Uh, Russian equipment, American equipment. All made in Taiwan. No wonder China's trying to take what it over Taiwan line, right now. Right? Isn't that a great line, though? Oh, it's like one of the best yeah. lines ever. <laughs> oh, man. All right, we so, can, you know, instead of having so some, you know, uh, you know, let's wait till, till Lou my fucking phone died. Dude, what the fuck? Charge your battery, dick. Charge, I don't, I, charge your fucking shit. Dude, my no, battery's man. fine. It just it disconnected the fucking phone call. Whatever this fucking doesn't, audio issue. God damn fucking China Chinese own, iPhones. Like, doesn't China own, like, the lithium mines in Bro. Afghanistan now? So what the fuck? No, no, you know what happened? He's calling out of his iPhone, not his iPhone, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, it's a right. Huawei. So, anyways, fucking Huawei. Those goddamn phones, fucking fucking balls. Oh, all right. So, anyways. Lou, you were saying some about we were starting with the what ifs, but you had to rush through it because, and then you cut out because you. And the what the if phone. segment is where we take a moment in time and we rewind it. We say, what if this happened instead, and then we go through the ramifications of what happened. So what I was talking about was the 2015 Bengals season. Uh, They went 12-4. and This would be the last time that Marvin Lewis would make the playoffs as head coach of the Bengals. They lose a fucking heartbreaker to the Steelers. They they intercept Ben Roethlisberger with less than three minutes to go uh, in Pittsburgh range. Really all they got to do is just run out the clock make Pittsburgh use their timeouts, then they can kick an easy field goal and go up by four and leave Pittsburgh little to no time left. That's not what happens. On the very next play after the interception, Jeremy Hill fucking fumbles the football. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers go down the field with some questionable penalties called, um, along with Joey Porter getting involved, and kick a game-winning field goal to beat the Bengals uh, uh, in that game. So, Bengals lose 18-16. to 16. The very next season, 6-9-1, and one, and it starts off Marvin Lewis's worst stretch where he has 
uh, where he has three straight losing seasons, and then he gets fired, and they hire Zach Taylor. Um, Zach Taylor. Oh, sorry. I think uh, yeah, Zach Taylor would go two and fourteen in his first season, and in two thousand and nineteen, and then they would get the number one pick in Joe Burrow. Bengals win that game. Bengals go on and hold on to beat the Steelers. I don't know if they would have gone on to the Super Bowl, but that was one of our better teams that we had under Marvin Lewis. I do believe we at least reached the AFC Championship game. The monkey is off the back for Andy Dalton and Marvin Lewis and A.J. Green. They finally won a playoff game. So there's not that pressure there anymore. And following season, could have done pretty well because we basically returned the same team. We, we actually had six pro bowlers the next season, even though we go 6-9-1. and one. But I feel – that the way that game ended, that game ended, just caused this slew of just people were the, – the, he lost the locker room there. Um, the terrible – the way that game ended, the whole Bontez perfect thing, and I think it was just fucking one thing after the other. Um, it was the 2015 season, but it was 2016 is when they played the playoff game. So 2016 here, six nine and one is would have kept things going with Marvin Lewis had they beat Pittsburgh that game. They go on maybe to the AFC Championship game, but without that happening, I don't think we're sitting here with Joe Burrow right now because I believe they would have kept winning. They wouldn't have won big, but they would have kept winning nine, ten games and making the playoffs but not being a serious contender. So I fucking a kick in the dick to watch that game, and it still haunts me, that Steelers game. I think it turned out things for the better because we just, like I said, Marvin Lewis couldn't quite right the ship after that. He had three straight losing seasons, and then finally Mike Brown was like, okay, you're gone. And then we start over with Zach Taylor, and we get Joe Burrow. And now the Bengals have won as many playoff games in two seasons as they did in 40 years. So I, I do think, like I said, as painful as it was to watch, that things worked out for the better. And I know, Josh, you said you had something to add to this that I was kind of curious to hear about. So uh, me, me and Joe were actually at that game. And, I mean, yeah. as soon as the fumble happened, you just heard the fucking stadium go, like, what the fuck just happened? It just went quiet. Yeah. Uh, but what I was going to say is you mentioned it earlier, which I didn't know if you were going to mention, was the whole uh, – it, it, it started with the hit uh, from Vontez Burfick to Antonio Brown, which is probably the reason yeah. why Antonio Brown's He's fucked crazy. up right now in the head. But you have <laughs> right. you have him going – you have him pretty much knocked out. And then you've got Joey Porter that, that comes on the field, right? And then Pac-Man yeah. Jones comes over and, like, what the fuck? Pac-Man Jones gets the 15-yard penalty. If, right. he does, if Pac-Man Jones doesn't do that, they don't have that penalty, correct? So Pittsburgh's not in field goal range, so they would have never had a shot for but a field goal. There was still, but here's the problem with that. there was still time left. 
I don't think they would have they were they would have still been 15 yards back, and there was only like maybe 15 seconds left. They would have had to get it, and they had no timeouts. They had zero timeouts okay, left. Yeah. So the question is, when a coach comes on the field, it's an automatic flag. They did not flag it's a, Joey Porter for right. being on the field. What should have that right. should have negated that whole thing. Coaches are allowed to come onto the field if a player's down. But Joey Porter, as you know, was the linebackers coach and not an offensive exactly. coach. And he should not exactly. have been he should not have been on the field. So that should have been a flag yeah. which the refs didn't call and come to find out that one of the ju- one of the refs was actually related to Joey Porter. So, oh really? That's very interesting. What if? Very, very interesting. What if? So there's I a what if. Hate Joey Porter. Yeah, I and, fucking and hate if you, Joey Porter. And that was the season to where we beat Green Bay at home and we beat the yep. Patriots at home that year. So that yep. was a great fucking Bengals team that, that had a legit shot to win the Super Bowl. Yep. Our, our four losses that year were to the Texans, the Cardinals, the Steelers, and the Broncos. Uh, but, yeah, we we beat – uh, we swept the Ravens that year. We split Pittsburgh, and we swept Cleveland. So we only had one conference loss that year. Um, but we did not play the Patriots the season that you're talking about. That we were twelve and four. Uh, that, would have been the other, that was in the other season then. Oh, hey, uh, yeah. just just to kind of add, uh, you know, interesting facts. And I know we can't go back in time, but you know, like you mentioned, you know, coaches can go on when Andrew. But here's the thing: only head coaches and go onto the field to check on injured players during that time. Uh, Porter was actually fined $10,000 um, by the NFL uh, because of the altercation with Pac-Man Jones, but was not penalized during the, uh, during the oh, play. Yeah. Uh, so the, he obviously, you know, obviously shouldn't have been on there. You know, it's bullshit, uh, but yeah. you know, it is what it is. I mean, it, you know, I know we're not going to spend a whole time on what ifs and stuff like that, but um, you know, talking about Bengals and and what ifs, I, I would argue for the next next time we talk about what ifs. So Marvin Lewis ended in 2018. His career ended in 2018. Uh, the person that joined the Bengals in 2019 that I feel like has made a huge difference. And, you know, I would, I'd say, what if they didn't join, how different the Bengals look, uh, would be uh, Elizabeth Blackburn, uh, Mike mm. Brown's granddaughter. And all the well, things. Well, she's been with she... the... No. Her and Katie had been... Or Katie Blackburn was the one no, that's been, been involved been for a Katie, while. No, it's been Katie, not Elizabeth. Elizabeth yeah. Blackburn okay. joined the Bengals in 2019. She's only been with the Bengals for about three and a half years. But just in that time, all the things that she has done to make the team more exciting, more, you know, more fan-friendly, more, you know, all those things. But we can go into those later. Uh, So. Yes, we're going to do what if uh, every once in a while everybody's going to get a turn to bring one. It doesn't just have to be local sports you can talk about. Any kind of, you know, whatever. But, yes, this is something we will have for content every once in a while. 
Uh, we're not going to overdo it with that it on every show, but we will be. Everybody can take a turn doing their own what if. So I started with the 2015 Bengals and that and that playoff loss to the Steelers, which was I I don't know that one that to me. And I watched the Super Bowl against the 49ers and Joe Montana coming back, and that that to me that Steelers game was the biggest kick in the fucking nuts that I've ever experienced as a Bengals fan. Um, so the big news right now, guys, is obviously this little gambling situation um, affected uh, four Detroit Lions players and one Washington Commanders player. Not really anybody of note except for one player. That's Jamison Williams, last year's first-round first pick. Uh, Jamison Williams is only going to be suspended for six games and not for the whole season because he did not Why, why did Why did he get a left of a, a, a sense? Why did he get because a Because he didn't bet on NFL games. I, I was getting to that. And Ridley did? Yeah. Ridley bet on an yeah. NFL game? Oh, yeah, wow. he bet on I the Falcons. basketball game. No, he bet on oh, the Falcons. No. Yeah, he bet on the Falcons. And so uh, that's why Quintez Cephas and C.J. Moore have been suspended for the year because they were betting on NFL games. Uh, as was the commander's defensive end, Shaka Tony. Uh, so, as I said, the only real big name there is Jameson Williams. Uh, he will be suspended for six games. But here's the thing, man. Jameson Williams, is his career is not off to a great start. Now, granted, he tore his ACL early in, the, in January in the college football playoff, still got drafted, basically sat out all of last year, played like the final two or three games of the regular season. Now he's back. He's healthy. A lot. I think a lot of people thinking he was going to have a massive year this year, and now he's going to be suspended for the first six games. Some people have pegged the Detroit Lions with their two first-round picks. They pick at six and eighteen to take a wide receiver because they lost DJ Chark. They lost some other guys. If Fever shows out. Like, what if it's Jackson Smith and Jigba at 18? Let's say, let's say hypothetically, Jackson Smith and Jigba is there at 18. Or maybe they take Jordan Addison from USC there at 18. Let's say they show out during camp. Jameson Williams still is a big part of the offense, as people are thinking. Does this six game oh, no, yeah, hurt him? No, I don't no, think Jordan so. Addison, Jordan Addison will be a slot, right? And Jameson okay. Williams will be the outside. So he'll still be the number two. Jordan Addison will be a slot if they draft him. If they if they draft Jackson Smith and Jigba, that's a little bit different of a story. Then he's got to worry about his time, and he might end up on the trade block. I mean, yeah. either way, I think what really affects what really affects their, I mean, his decision to be incorporated into the offense is number one: are they winning? Are they on a roll? Like, is everything clicking with the team that you don't want to mess up? By adding someone a first round pick, you know, uh, you know, highly touted the whole nine, trying to fight his way into getting more targets that might mess up the chemistry of the team. So, uh, you know, de facto he might lose his job because the Detroit Lions are winning out. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I just think to me though, this is where the NFL is fucking terrible. I get it. You want to protect the integrity of your game. But when every single 
fucking day on Sundays and Thursdays and Mondays during NFL broadcasts. We are seeing DraftKings, Underdog Sports, Bet MGM commercials telling us. What, what are you trying to say? That, that, yeah, we'll take all the money from DraftKings. M. We'll, we'll promote sports books and, 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 and gambling and fantasy football, but our players can't partake in it and spend you for six games to a year, depending on what you were gambling on. But fucking uh, Joe Smoke can beat the shit out of his wife or girl girlfriend, or we can have a sexual assault, and they, they might get suspended for two to four games. Hey, hey, Deshaun Watson was allowed to sexually assault 32 women, or what, 20, 26, 27 women? And only <laughs> Even if it's more than games. one. Even 31. if it's one, bro. <laughs> 31, and he got, a, he got 11 game suspension, remember? Uh, and, some, and these guys are getting 12-month suspensions uh, a full year without pay because they gambled on, on football. I understand that. You, you're going to protect the game? Yes. If they're betting on, like, college basketball, they're betting on other stuff, I don't give a shit because it, it doesn't affect the football at all. I, I think the, the, the best example of that is Pete Rose, right? Kind of, yeah. Like actively gambling while playing. Uh, no, he never did it when he, he was playing. He was doing it when he was the manager. So yeah, he had, oh, he, had, he could have yeah. he could have he could have directly affected games by who he put in, who he didn't put in. So yeah, absolutely, that's that's horrible. But was he but, betting on his own team? Uh, he did. Yes. Oh, he did, he did come out and admit that. <laughs> oh, okay. After after years and years of denial, he finally came out and admitted it. But he he said, "I only bet I only bet on the Reds to win." So. I, dude, I don't, I don't know. This is now the third time phone has fucking dropped the fucking call. Uh, it just keeps dropping fucking calls. I, 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 I don't know what the fuck is going on. Fuck you, Blog Talk Radio. Fuck you and your shitty fucking platform. I, I'd should like. That, should that be number one on things that piss me off? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it could be because. Uh, all of us have had no problems. It's just Lou. The blog top just hates uh, Lou. <laughs> I guess so. That's what happens when you keep talking shit about anymore. it. Oh. Yeah, well, fuck it. We're leaving for we're leaving anyways very soon. Like Lou's my, cousin I think, listening in, he's like, oh, we've, been promising, we've, been, we're, we've been promising we're going to leave no, for a while. Now, I've, done, I've, signed, I've, signed this, I've signed this up for Riverside. We're done. Uh, we're going to be on YouTube, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be on YouTube. We're going to be on YouTube now. Oh shit. We're going to be on YouTube and we're going to be able to see each other and we're not going to need to we're not going to accidentally interrupt each other when other people are trying to talk. We'll be able to see each other. And no, uh, yeah, we'll be a lot better than this. this we will block Joe's of face off because he's ugly as shit. Hey, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that, but uh hey Josh just do me a favor and uh, don't wear any of those new fucking dresses you just bought, you fucking bitch. Hey, I didn't buy them, dude. I stole them. 
Well, What's whatever. That, 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 that nuclear physicist, the nuclear waste guy, whatever. Sam Brinkman or whatever. Do you them or you sell them? No, he wears them. No, I, I stole them out of the airport. There's just luggage there, and I just took Josh it and wears started wearing people's dresses. And he drinks Bud Light. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let's get this right. Bud Weiser. Huh. Wiser, not polite. <laughs> All right. Unbelievable. <laughs> dilly right. dilly. So, oh. so what Chinese beer do you drink, Mike? Sing Tao, man, in Sapporo. <laughs> 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 That's <our> shit. <laughs> drink what? Habusaki? What? <laughs> he drinks the... I, I don't. I don't drink blood. I just smoke it. Man. God. All right, guys. This fucking show's gone off the fucking rails. We had such a great show on Monday, and between the audio fucking problems and my fucking phone and just fucking nonsense, right now we're already thirty minutes into the show, and this show's been a piece of fucking shit. So I apologize to our listeners. No, it's just you. Uh, I'm having fun. Oh, way to sell it there, Fuck, Lou. Dude. Way to sell it. This, this, this show's been fucking shitty today because hey. of fucking immense audio issues. Well, if you want to talk about All shitty. Right, quit, quit bitching and let's move on. Talk about shitty. Let's you want to talk CJ's about trial, uh, baby. The, the rumors that are going yeah. around that uh, Tom Brady uh, had said he might come out of retirement again to, to play for the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's coming out of retirement. I, or I don't, I, I, fuck or this one, this one's for Sam. This one's for Sam. The Vikings okay. are interested in trading for Trey Lance. And then if that happens, Ooh. San Francisco is going to make a play on Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> and, Green, the, and, and the Jets would be fucked. Because you got Zach Wilson back, baby. Mike White. I mean, it is what it is, bro. I don't know what to tell you. No, Mike White left, bro. Mike White went to the Dolphins. That's what I just said. That's literally what I just said. said Mike White left. Sorry, we didn't hear you because you had a connection. Yeah, it sounded like you have a dick in your mouth. (laughs) You could uh, could just suck for Caleb Williams. (laughs) You could just tank. Tank this season, go one and fifteen, and suck for Caleb Williams, and hope that hope that you land the number one pick. All I know is what Green Bay technically wants right now. The Jets and Green Bay aren't too far apart. It's about turning the second next year's second round possibly into first round, depending on incentives. If we reach the AFC Championship game or Rodgers has an MVP season, then that will be turned into a first round, right? I think but that's the Jets are afraid that he's not going to play more than one year. I think that's the Jets. That's why we don't want to give. That's why we don't want to give. That's exactly. That's why we don't want to yeah. give prime, prime, you know, real estate for that. So, to me, what do you think? The Packers would just take a first round this year and like a third or fourth round pick next year, making the middle round. Instead of paying Rodgers the fifty million, if this trade doesn't go through, they're still on the books yeah. for him, bro. They're oh, over yeah, the cap at are. that point. They are. Yeah, they're yeah. over the cap, and guess what? He he, they have to pay him because his uh, he has 150 million guaranteed. They got to pay him next year too. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. I know we're going to be talking a lot about the draft come Monday, but uh, I noticed my uh, my my quarterback from Ohio State keeps dropping. 
No, not really. I think it's a lot of people. No, it's to all about the fit out there, there, right? Hoping it's that he falls a lot. I mean, they're predicting him to go fourth now. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're projecting the Carolina. Yeah, yeah, they're they're projecting Carolina to go number one. Uh, Bryce Young going number one. Texans will take Will Anderson. Seattle will end up taking another. I guess Jalen Carter if he's there. Arizona's got the third pick. Yeah, and then take Kyrie Wilson. And then Indianapolis will take C.J. Stroud. Yep. Which, to me, that's the best fit of all the quarterbacks and teams. The Texans better not let C.J. Stroud get to Indianapolis. They better hope that the Raiders or somebody is calling to trade up because right now with the way the quarterback situation is, if the Colts get C.J. Stroud, and unless the Texans suck bad enough to get Caleb Williams next year, if the Colts get T.J. Stroud, they will run the division for the next 10 years. And, and the team, the, the Colts, right, they they will play to his strength. He's a pocket, you know, quarterback. So yeah. And they have a really good O-line. They have a run game. They do. Um, they, yeah. They're going to be using these things. And guess what? Because he's not mobile, he doesn't need to run. They have a good O-line, you know. If he needs to, yeah. he'll, have to he'll have to, you know, eventually build that in. You know, but I think the Texans are in prime position here. Here's what if I was the Texans, this is what I would do. You you're gonna get C.J. Stroud number two. If he's not there at number one, he's there at number two. And you've got the 12th pick. Why don't you get the wide receiver that he had chemistry with? Get Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah. Right? If he's you still know there. you're not gonna, you're, you're, if he's he should still oh, be there. Because there is but here's, talk here's, about where the, it gets, here's where it gets the taking him at ten. Okay. Uh, no, I heard that. I heard Bajon Robinson going to the Eagles now. Not that I think uh, Stroud would 10. be a bad but, fit for for Texans. You know, outside of Tunsil, they don't have anything really. You know, their their O line yeah. is not amazing, right? And so, they have no weapons. There's no weapons. There. Well, here's right. here's here's the thought. Yeah. You get you get C.J. Stroud yeah. number one or number two. You draft Jackson Smith and Jigba. You're going to probably be in the top five next year. And guess who's going to be out next year? A guy named Marvin Harrison Jr. What kind of offense yeah. would that be? Smith and Jigba, Pretty Harrison, C.J. Stroud. But you also – very good. And then you got Damian Pierce at running back. Yep. Um, you have a pretty good core right there to try to start building around and winning championships. Right there, but I if the Texans are going to be stupid, and we all know that the, between the Texans and the Cardinals, they are the dumbest fucking franchises in the NFL right now. It won't surprise me if the Texans are like, okay, let's build up our defense in this year's draft. Let's take let's take Will Anderson at number two, and then let's take uh, a top corner at number twelve, and then next year we're gonna we're gonna have a shitty team this year. And then we're going to draft the quarterback number one next year. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if that's what they decide to do. Um, or here's the other thought, Josh and Joe and Sam, and something that I've been reading a lot about. I am told the Texans are super high on Will Levis. That they're very high on Will Levis. 
So what if they are trying to get – they're putting out there that they might not take a quarterback. If Bryce Young is not there at number one, we're not going to take a quarterback. Maybe they trade down from number two and acquire some more picks. Then maybe at 12, or maybe if they trade down from like two to like nine, like seven or eight, maybe they take Levis there. Maybe Levis is there at 12 and they take him at 12. People are projecting that Levis might slide, might be the one quarterback to slide. So if the Texans don't take a quarterback at two, maybe they're angling to take Will Levis later in the draft. That's something that I've heard. I've also heard a lot about Anthony Richardson being uh, that the Titans are enamored with him. Uh, I don't know why. They drafted someone exactly like him uh, in Malik Willis last year. Last year, right? Yeah. But here's – I. Anthony Richardson as a prospect. You can tell me all these physical tools and he wows you as a runner and all his physical attributes. That's fucking great. I don't want my quarterback to be a fucking running back. And I especially don't want my quarterback to be someone who completes 55% of his passes in the league. Anthony Richardson that, wait, wait, wait. is that's 55%, that's 55% in college. You're going right. against yeah. better, faster players in the NFL. So if your accuracy is only 55% in college, just imagine what it's going to be in the NFL. It's going to get worse. Fucking god-awful, man. God-awful. I I don't know, man. To me, Anthony Richardson's comp is Achilles Smith. That's who he is. He's going to be in the league for like four years, and he's going to be gone. Jamarcus Russell? No, because Jamarcus Russell wasn't athletic. He was a big dude who had a big arm. But Jamarcus Russell couldn't run. He couldn't scramble. He wasn't super athletic. Anthony Richardson started – season and half of another season. Achilles Smith started for two full seasons at Oregon. They're they're similar size. Anthony Richardson six foot four. Achilles Smith was six foot three. Anthony Richardson ran like a four four five forty. Achilles Smith ran a four five forty. They're so similar. And the accuracy, Achilles Smith completed fifty seven percent of his passes at Oregon in college. Uh, the, the fucking similarities are astounding. Yet some dumbass GM is going to talk themselves into Anthony Richardson being this fucking freak of nature at quarterback, and then they're going to be looking for a job in three years. I, I mean, in that, if that's the case, Hendon Hooker definitely is over Richardson, right? Oh, I, I have Hendon Hooker man, as my third best quarterback in this draft. I have it Stroud. Then Bryce Young, then Hooker. And honestly, I think Hooker would have been in the conversation if he did not get hurt. Yeah. And yeah. he's coming off an ACL injury. So if he didn't get hurt, I think he'd be in the discussion for the one, two, or three. Can I, can I, I think, I I think a, a team like uh, – even I, you, know, you know teams like to carry two quarterbacks now, right? What if the Eagles pick him up like he's available at a point where they could grab him, right? Who knows? And then Hooker? Yeah. See, you just paid Jalen Hurts. You just paid Jalen Hurts all that money. Why would, unless you want to 
develop him and then use him as trade bait for in like a year. No, or two. They also don't have a quality uh, backup, right? They don't have a quality backup. Didn't they? Didn't yeah. they find Marcus Mariota? Uh, I think they did. did I, I think hear? you're right. I mean, they may have. They may have, someone can look that up for us. They may have. Okay, so that's a quality backup. I'm, I'm not sure. That, that's a that's a yeah. quality backup. That's a quality backup. Can, can I point this out to for C.J. Stroud? In two seasons as the starter at Ohio State, he threw 85 touchdowns and 12 interceptions, and he completed 70 percent of his passes. You want those kinds of numbers? Not not 50 percent. What's that? Yeah, exactly. Those are the numbers you want. Now, here's the question that I have. I know Josh is sitting here and being like, oh, you know, I don't know about C.J. Stroud. I don't really like him. He gets pressured, this, that, and the other thing. My question here, and that leads me perfectly into my next segment, is would you be on C.J. Stroud if he had beat Michigan twice? See, I feel like a lot of Ohio State fans – I feel like a lot of Ohio State fans take apart C.J. Stroud simply because he couldn't beat Michigan in the two years. As no, you go you go back a few games, like the, his first season. Yes, he was a first year starter, and you look yeah. at that. You look at that Oregon game. He just, it, it, in my opinion, he just didn't have that it factor. Yes, he could throw the ball, but he he just did not have that. Hey, I'm in charge of this offense. I'm going to lead this team to win, you know? I didn't see that. I didn't see that killer instinct. And that's kind of why I've always been down on T.J. Stroud. It, it, he's, scared to, he's scared to take the ball when he's got open field. The first time we actually really seen him do it was in that Georgia game. That's the first time you've seen T.J. Stroud really take uh, control of the game, start running it. He didn't do it in the Michigan game when he had chances to. Both games he had chances to run it, didn't do it. The Oregon game he had chances to do it, he didn't do it. Um, uh, very that's a teachable trait, though. That's a teachable trait, though. To run it is a teachable trait, I think. Accuracy is harder to teach than running. I think it was the, I think it was the fact that he came out and said this. The fact that hey, I'm not a running quarterback. I, I'm a passer first, which I understand. But if you're in trouble in college football, you got to be able to use your your legs in college football. That's how you win championships now. You're not going to just sit back there in a pocket and win anymore. Sorry, it's just not going to happen. No, 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 that's completely understood. That's, that's understood. But, but again, if your accuracy is, is sparkling, that's a teachable trait, I think. Yeah, I mean, NFL, it's going gonna, it's gonna to translate well. But he, he had trouble picking up blitzes and throwing the ball accurately when he was getting blitzed. When he had time, he could pick if, – if C.J. Stroud has time, He's the best quarterback in the league, by far. That's why Indy. That's why Indy can give him the time. Yep. Hey guys, I just found out what was going on. I got a text from Verizon. They're saying they're having intermittent outages in the area. That's why my signal keeps dropping, and I keep dropping calls. You sure it wasn't? It wasn't some Chinese company. It was Verizon. Yeah, I'm on Verizon. You dick. The fucking cocksucker. All right. Anyways, let's move on. I'm so fucking frustrated right now. I'm so fucking irritated. Um, but we're going to move it on. We're going to push through it. Uh, as I was talking about uh, with Ohio State fans and C.J. Stroud, uh, Josh and I kind of talked about this as I was kind of brainstorming this idea. But I want to talk about fan expectations 
at a college football program and how winning at a very high level for a certain amount of time can ruin fucking fans' expectations of you. And I, I gave a couple examples, but one of the examples I gave most recently is Alabama. Nick Saban, we don't really have to go into all the details of what he's done at Alabama, but he's been very, very successful at Alabama. We all know this. Nick Saban has been there uh, since 2007, and he has won, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four. He's won six national titles at Alabama since 2007, Uh, not to mention all the college football playoff appearances. This year, Alabama could – you could say they had a down year by their standards. Uh, they went 11-2, and two, uh, and they won the Sugar Bowl. Uh, they lost two games to Ole Miss and LSU – or not Ole Miss, uh, Tennessee and LSU by combined four points. Four points. And Alabama fans are saying, well, I don't think Nick Saban has any more. Meanwhile – he won a national championship in 2020. That was his last. That was his latest national championship. In 2021, he lost title game, and then this year he just failed to make the college football playoff. So he's basically he's two seasons removed from winning a national title. Alabama fans are clamoring for him to be let go, even though he's gone 109 and 18 in the SEC since he's been there, and 189 and 27 overall. Again, Clemson, Gabo Swinney. Clemson was never really thought of as a national title player, never really a national title contender. Gabo Swinney takes over. He has some good seasons for a while. He has some really nice seasons. They went, you know, 10-4, and 11-2, and 11-2, 10-3. Boom, Deshaun Watson kind of arrives. They win. They go to back-to-back national title games, and they win one. Then he leaves. They get Kelly Bryant for one year. They go 12-2, and lose the Sugar Bowl. Then they get Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence proceeds to win a national title game and play for another one. And now, since Lawrence has gone, they've been 10-3 and and 11-3, and and people are like, mm-hmm. Gabo Swinney, he doesn't want to get into the NIL. He doesn't want to do the transfer portal. Maybe we need to find a new coach. Now Ohio State, State under Urban Meyer was dominant. They didn't lose to Michigan under Urban Meyer. They made the college football national. Uh, they made the college football playoffs multiple times. They won a national title. Ryan Day takes over. Ryan Day is winning at a very high level, only losing one game or so a season, but he's lost to Michigan twice. And now people are calling for Ryan Day's head. And it's what happened at programs like Nebraska. It happened at Texas. It happened at Texas with Mac Brown when he had two when he had two really great quarterbacks and Vince Young and Colt McCoy. They leave. He can't quite get a quarterback. They fire Mac Brown. Texas hasn't been worth a shit since. And Nebraska caught lightning in the bottle in the nineties when they played from nineteen ninety three to two thousand and one. They played five national titles and they won three of them. Fans' expectations for Nebraska are, well, we should be competing for national titles, when really before in the in the 80s competing for national titles, you, you, Nebraska played for two national titles in the 80s. They, they, they lost to Miami in both those games. Uh, and that was it. 
And, and you so got, you got to look at unrealistic uh, expectations are kind of coming through now. And, and I, yeah, the hurricanes. The hurricanes are the same way. They are uh, because of a brief period where they were dominant, right? And yep. To me, I think I think it's crazy if you have a coach who's winning ninety percent of his games. I'm not looking for a new coach. I'm not. Because you never know when you're going to fire the guy and not be able to replace him with a successful coach and then take a downturn where you're shitty for 15 years. Texas is – right now Nebraska is in, that, in the middle of that after uh, – Nebraska is in the midst of mediocrity. Fucking um, – would, would Florida fit in the same mix as well? I would say – As in like a flash in the pan and then – Yeah. Kind of, I mean, because you had Steve Spurrier and then Urban Meyer. Yeah, that's it. And Florida State, Florida State forced Bobby Bowden out. Then they ran Jimbo Fisher out of there. They've been shitty for seven years now or so. Miami's been mediocre for forever. And well, yeah, I just think uh, Michigan, Michigan was doing the same thing. They uh, let Lloyd Carr go when he was continually beating Ohio State, and then he started losing the couple. They forced him out, and then they hired a bunch of scrubs, Rich Rodriguez and uh, – uh, fucking the guy Brady Hoke, uh, yeah, and they Brady finally Hoke. got Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh has been winning ten, nine, they ten, eleven games. They almost forced him out though too, Josh. Exactly. They no, that's what I'm saying. And they were trying to get rid of him yeah. too because he couldn't beat Ohio State. And this is what I'm so, saying. Like I feel like these athletic directors have to rein in fan expectations. It's okay to want to win and want to win all your games. But when you don't do it, it's not the end of the fucking world. Like, I just I, – I don't I don't think that Ryan Day's seat should be hot at all. It should even be close. And, and, you know, that's just my opinion. But – No, I mean, his, I just, his seat should know. definitely not be, be hot right now. I mean, he's been to what? Three college playoffs now. With the lone one, they could have probably been in. Yeah, he's been to two. He's been to two. Two. He's only been coached for three COVID seasons. Season, yeah. Yeah. No, sorry. Four. He's only been. Uh, he's been four seasons now. Two. Sorry. Two college football, sorry, two college football playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. That's, that's right because the college football didn't really happen in. Uh, was that 2020? Well, that's when, when they went to the college football playoff. Oh, I'm sorry. You you are right. He uh, they, he's been to three. I'm sorry. I apologize. He's been to three. 2019, 2020, and 2022. So he's been to the but he's only won a college football playoff game once. That was in 2020, and that's when they lost to Bama in the national title game, and they had Justin Fields. Yeah, and they should have won this year against Georgia. They were yeah. a Marvin Harris so they, injury. They away. lost to, to Clemson in 2019, and then they lost this year to Georgia. Which in that Clemson game so. was fucked up. That was a fucked game too. I think the Buckets got screwed out of that game with the freaking. That was a close. Penalty. It was a close game too. It was 29-23. Was the final well, score. Well, everything, everything changed um, when they had when they had the rough and the passer and, and kicked the guy out for targeting. That changed yeah. that yeah. whole game. If it was yeah. just a regular hit, because Trevor Lawrence ducked his head and got hit in the helmet, uh, so 
That should probably have not been called. My opinion. Yep. So we only got like ten minutes left, guys. This, this due to all the audio issues and other things that we've, we've experienced today. This has been uh, the show's gone by pretty fucking fast. So let's get to some. I want to get to some NBA stuff real quick. And and Sam, I want to ask you this directly. How do you feel about the NBA throwing all these players out of games in the play, during the playoffs? You had you had Draymond, Joel Embiid, and James Harden all tossed out of games recently. Are you on mute? He's got audio. Can you guys him? fucking. Oh Jesus Christ! No, I can hear. All right. Oh no, Sam. Do you have Verizon too? He does have Verizon. We're on the same fucking family plan. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> this show is fucking. Dude, this show is fucked today. Jesus All right. Christ. The audio We're, issues run, are run fucking Run things there. that piss me off. Let's do it. Yep. All right, let's do We're things that piss me off. Okay, here we go. Number one, taxes. Why the fuck do I have to keep paying taxes? Number one, isn't it like you go from five to one? Oh, number five. It's number five. Number five is taxes. Uh, why, why am I paying taxes and our government's just fucking throwing the money away? I didn't, I didn't agree to that shit. Uh, number four, companies that guarantee to beat a competitor's price, and when you show them a, a cheaper price, they come back and say, oh, I can't beat it. Then how is that a fucking guarantee, you jackasses? Number three, going to, going to an interview knowing that they already have the person picked out, so you're just interviewing for fucking nothing. Go fuck yourself, employees. That was not for me. That was from somebody else. Okay. Number two. <laughs> people that say they are working, but in reality, they're sitting in their fucking car, wasting wasting time. Like, I'm paying you to fucking go sell. I don't want to see... I don't want to fucking have to follow you for hours just see if you go out and knock fucking doors. That's fucking bullshit. You deserve it. Be fired. And number one. <laughs> car shopping. How the fuck is it legal for somebody to get a fucking MSRP on this car just for the dealer to add another two to five thousand dollars worth of add-ons? And hey, it's this price now. Go fuck yourselves. I'm not paying for this fucking two thousand dollars spoiler, and I know it costs you two hundred bucks. Fuck them. And that's the things that piss me off. All right. There we go. Sam, do, do we have you back, or are you still on mute? God damn it. I'm fucking, I, I, you know, I bet if we were fucking Allah and called him, he'd fucking answer and talk to us, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> All right. Well, shit. He dropped. Now your audio uh, sucks again, bro. My fucking shit, dude. I don't know. This fucking Verizon has <laughs> issues, but I'm blaming Verizon. I fucking blame Verizon. Oh my god. Let's go to some wrestling. I, we'll, we'll talk NBA maybe on Monday. Uh, oh, here comes Sam. Let's 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 let me. I'm curious what happened. Sam, what the fuck happened? 
timing issues. Anyways, all right, uh, we'll save NBA for a little bit later on, uh, maybe on Monday's show when we're not having audio fucking issues off the yin yang. Uh, let's talk a little wrestling, uh, Josh, before we uh, run out of time here. Punk, got, got um, some exciting news. Okay, go for it. Go for it. WWE is coming to Cincinnati June 17th. Your boy scored front row tickets right next to the ring. So I'll be going to that uh, for the little house show that they're going to have here. Fucking excited. My uh, my 11-year-old doesn't have a clue yet, so he's going to be fucking thrilled for that. But in other wrestling news... It sounds like CM Punk is finally going to make his fantastic return on guess what day? June 17th. What? The Saturday. What's the, what, what's the significance of June 17th? So, A, it's going to be in Cincinnati. I'm sitting front row for a WWE live event. Great. But June okay. 17th, AEW is rumored to have a new show start. Uh, so they're going to come out okay. with a third show on Saturdays. And uh, oh, apparently okay. Warner Warner Brothers wants CM Punk. That's mm. the reason why he's coming back is because CM, uh, Warner Brother and Discovery they want him they want him to be the face um, to get ratings. So show is well, uh, scheduled to air J- J- uh, June seventeenth. So that's when we'll probably see CM Punk though. back. Interesting though, Josh, about CM Punk is that he's actually supposed to meet with Chris Jericho first to talk about his return and kind of clear it with him as Jericho's seen as like a leader in the locker room before he even meets with the EVPs, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. And obviously he had some beef there. I don't know. I, I always thought, hey, this is a shoot. This is done because Punk's hurt and he has to disappear for the next eight months, and he was just coming off an injury. But I don't know. I don't know how much of it is real, if there's real animosity between CM Punk and them. Uh, but I, I did find it interesting that Tony Khan basically making him meet with Chris Jericho first before he well, gets I, the meeting. I, at first, yes. I thought I thought it was all for show. I thought it was, hey, he got injured, so why not come out? Let's Let's piss everything off. So when he does come yeah. back, we've got a storyline, right? I I was kind of like, did this really, really happen? But I, I really do believe it happened. I think there's a lot of animosity because you don't hear Chris Jericho ever come out and say, this guy's a cancer to this locker room. And yeah. all of his career, I've never heard Chris Jericho say it, except for the one time it was the SummerSlam when Brock uh, faced Randy Orton and busted Randy Orton yeah. open. Chris Jericho, right. as soon as Brock Lesnar came through that, them curtains, he was in Brock Lesnar's face, bitching, screaming, ready to fight. Uh, just to find out later that Randy Orton approved him doing it to split him open. But that's the type of person Chris Jericho is. He, he is all about the locker room, about protecting wrestlers. Yeah. And Chris Jericho's been there since day one with these with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Uh, so. Yeah. I think it's just. I think it's smart well, was, to have uh, him. The franchise for the longest time it was him and Cody Rhodes that were the big names in AEW for the longest time. Long, and then John Moxley came along over, and that 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 was basically the tr- 
trio of well-known people that kind of helped put AEW on the map a little bit. But yeah, I, well, if you if you're I, a diehard if you're a diehard wrestler, you knew who the Young Bucks were, and you damn well knew who Kenny Omega was. Uh, because there, there was yeah, always rumors ta- of Kenny Omega coming to WWE because they they, yeah. they wanted him versus Roman so bad. Because that that's yeah. the money right there is them two fighting. That's where the money's at. Well, there's still talk. There's still an opportunity for that to happen. I think Kenny Omega's contract is coming up. It is. I think it's next year. So, yeah. and, I mean, it, it, depend, it, it all depends on how WWE is. Uh, I heard there's a rumor that um, – the other con in WWE came out and Nick. said there's probably yeah. Nick, yeah, there's probably going to be a lot of cuts. Uh, Endeavor yeah. is probably going to want to cut a lot of the wrestlers. So there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes there. Um, there's a really if you're going to cut Rollins. talent, then why do a draft? Why do the draft? Why not just make make it one? company and continue to have guys appearing on both roles. Because, you, because you, still got, you still got you got Fox and you got USA. You still got them two yeah. companies. It's different different uh, broadcasters. Was it not, so they have to get was their it not pick. Different back in the day? All on USA or uh, no, they, no, they were the back same. Back in the day? No, they were, they were pretty much the same. Yeah. So they, they, could, they could do it. They can go back and forth. Now it's 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 a little bit harder with Fox, but now you're starting to see wrestlers show up on both shows. So, um, yeah. but but there was a rumor that Seth Rollins almost quit a couple weeks ago in WWE. Yeah. Um. So there there's a lot of stuff going on in the background. I think is ever since Vince McMahon showed up on that Monday Night Raw, and that was one of the worst yeah. Monday Night Raws ever. So. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see the landscape of WWE here in the next couple months. Um, well, I, I think, think if Vince McMahon heard all the backlash and he stepped away again, for the most that, part, I think he he made it known he made it known that Triple H was in charge of creative. The Raw, I mean, Monday's Raw was one of the better ones uh, in a while, and I think I think now I, I I believe that Endeavor saw the backlash or re, you know saw all the backlash for Vince McMahon. And they're like, dude, you you can't you can't have your hands in this. You got to step away and be be gone. Yeah, I mean, he really does. He's, he's got to be out of it. If you want to do the, the other stuff, the background stuff, do not get in creative because you are not very good at creative anymore. You you were a genius no, back it, in the day, not anymore. No, yeah, um, he's lost his touch, and we've talked about this before. I mean, anytime you show up to events looking like fucking Gomez Adams. I think you've just lost <laughs> fucking reality. So, I, is he even still fucking married to Linda McMahon? Is she still with him? Yeah, I, I'm yeah, curious about that shit because he's he's fucking. I'm sure he's cheated on her more times than fucking well, anybody I, mean, I can think of. I mean, yeah, I mean he's been on the road. I'm sure he slept with almost every single diva he's had, and yeah. I'm, I'm surprised he hasn't got any lawsuits for that with the divas. <laughs> Seriously. So, oh, he told me I'd be a world champion and make this much money. (laughs) Yep. Oh, man. Well, hey, to our fans that have been tuned in and listening today, I apologize for all the audio quality issues. I promise that it won't be an issue 
soon. We are working to fix it. Uh, I do. We do appreciate all of your support. We appreciate you interacting with us on Twitter, talking to us, um, even if it's shit talking. Uh, we, you know, you know, um, uh, we take what's it. Our, what's uh, our Twitter with a handle, laugh. Mike? So our, you can find us uh, on Twitter at All Bases Podcast. Okay, uh, we will be on YouTube uh, shortly. We'll probably be on Instagram. We're under Facebook under the All Bases Covered Podcast. Uh, so you can uh, find us on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, we will be back at it on Monday uh, with a brand new show. Uh, we'll talk some NBA playoffs then. We didn't get to it. Sam was having audio issues. I'm having audio issues. It's just been a mess today. Uh, and then, um, yeah, we'll be back at it strong, and we'll have some NFL draft covered. We'll have our friend Ty joining us on Monday as well. So it should be a great show Monday. Looking forward to it. Uh, and thank you all for listening and uh, supporting us. We cover our bases, face it, you can't erase us, back and forth, watch where it take us. Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it, always our response is amazing. All bases covered, yeah, yeah, you know you.